Tired of asking why? Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, where we are answering life's most difficult questions. Now, here's your host, Teresa Blaze. Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast. I'm Teresa Blaze, and I'm back. Yes, I took a month hiatus, basically. And I'll tell you guys, it was really, really good. Um, I'll do another episode kind of talking about what God showed me in that, uh, probably the next episode, but today I've got someone who's, who's no stranger to this mic, at least, uh, you guys know her. She does pop coach life. She's Sharon Smaga. She's a pretty good friend of mine. And, uh, Sharon, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me back again. I think I got to um, help you exit to your hiatus and I get to help bring you back in. That's pretty cool. No, um, I think it was, I think you're right. Uh, bringing you back, uh, or, you know, you kind of, you kind of walked us out and brought us back in. I'm telling, and I'm telling you what, I mean, having a month off to just kind of recoup has been huge. You know, uh, like I said, I'll be doing a show on some of the things that, uh, God showed me in that. But we are just coming off of the Independence Day holiday, um, 4th of July. And I don't know about you, but I have a lot of thoughts, especially around our country, where we're at, so on and so forth. And I believe you wrote a um, a post on your Pop Coach Life page, did you not? I did. Would you mind sharing it with us? I would love to. I really, let me kind of set it up a little bit in that, you know, every year, I think most of us hop on and do some version of it's 4th of July and Happy Independence Day and I don't know that I ever really think about it per se, other than past, I feel patriotic and I want to celebrate and I'm excited about it. But I found myself this year really stopping and going, what's this about this year? Because things feel so different in our current culture and climate. And and I really wanted to say something that was inclusive like in my mind, I'm like, whether we agree or disagree, um, whatever your politics, religion, race, anything else are, you know, how do I feel about all of us collectively as a country? And I, and I think that was the struggle to kind of really think through that, which maybe was good to have to do that. So I, here's what I wound up posting it. Happy Independence Day. May we stop to appreciate those who gave us the freedom to struggle, disagree, work, worship, and succeed or fail as individuals, families, and communities. I pray we fight for one another instead of against. God bless you and God bless America, land I still love. And I found, even the way I ended that, I thought, wow, like, am I allowed to still love this country? It feels a little bit that way to me. And I thought, I still have to land on there is no greater country or model of government with all our imperfections. And the fact that we have the freedom to disagree with one another and still be neighbors and still find what we have in common. And I think what makes made this so challenging for me is we've been so focused on the disagreement, you know, and the been division. So much, yeah. Yeah. And there's been so much infighting. And I think we've lost track of we are still, whether we all like each other all the time or not, it's like any other family. We are one big family and 
there is value in learning how to disagree and still care and know that they're the fact that we have the freedom to even do that is just so tremendous. And I don't think we should lose sight of that. How many, you know, there's not a lot of countries you can live in and even chronically complain about and not be punished or sought sought out for that and in trouble for that or punished for that. So the fact that we have the freedom to voice that, whether even if it's you think, I hate this country, I'm ashamed of this country, I would argue you don't recognize the freedom you have that you're even allowed to say that out loud or on social media and be so vocal about it. And, and I would hope that people can at least appreciate that. As I'm hearing you talk, uh, Mike and I, we watched a movie the other day. It was, um, and I didn't know what we were getting ourselves into when we watched it, but it was so, I would have to say it was one of the best movies and it it really was a patriotic movie, although I didn't realize it at the time. Uh, it was called Hacksaw Ridge. Have you ever seen it? Not for a really long time. It was about this guy who was a conscientious objector back in the Vietnam War and he signed up to be a Viet, uh, a medic, but he would not fire a weapon. And now, I mean, d- agree or disagree with that, his constitutional right was upheld not to fire a weapon. And yet he, um, when they got up to this Hacksaw Ridge because they were fighting the Japanese, he got the, the, the record, official record is 75 men that were wounded off of this ridge. And... Like, I, I mean, I was sitting there and just crying, you know, like, because you could really see that the um, divine intervention, because how he didn't get caught, captured, killed, it was a God thing, you know. Um, but I really, you know, first of all, to anyone within the sound of my voice, if you have served this country and put your life on the line or served this country and helped support the troops that did put this life, their life on the line, thank you for your service, you know. Um, I know that there's a lot of people, in fact, there was a poll uh, on on um, Fox News, and it said, and I, I kind of question this for various reasons, but it said that only 35% of people were proud to be an American. I kind of, I, I hear that and I go, I'm not sure I believe that number. I My immediate reaction is, I hope I can believe that number i hope that's not real i i think we are struggling with maybe in some ways um our identity as a country right now i i think that there is a subgroup that feels like to be good people they have to be ashamed of our country i don't think they're mutually exclusive i think i can live in a way that um to the best i know it is honorable and still be proud of this country as a mother, right? You know, I think about my sons. I'm proud of my sons, and that's not exclusive of. At times, they will do or be- things or behave in ways or live in ways I disagree with or would not endorse. But that doesn't mean I turn my back on my sons and I do not love them or that I am not proud to be their mother. And I think it's a similar thing. You know, I don't always agree with what this country does. The choice is made. You know, that's part of the system we have that we can't always all get our way. <laughs> and, <clears throat> but I will not turn my back and say, 
I no longer love this country. I am not proud of this country. Um, I can't, there's never been a time in my life where I've always agreed with our choices, actions, you know, and I'm prior military. I didn't always agree with some things when I was in the military. This, this idea that we have to approve of everything to love something doesn't make sense to me. No, 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 it really doesn't. I mean, and I, I kind of feel the same way. And like I was talking to my pastor, I think it was a uh, Sunday evening. And, you know, we were just having a conversation and he was saying he's seeing a lot of pastors that are posting that you can't, if you're a Christian and you, you say you're you're a patriot, they are mutually exclusive. You cannot, you know, you cannot. And I'm sorry, I, I'm at the place. I'm like, no, wait, that, that doesn't even compute for me. Why? Well, to me, it sounds like utter nonsense, to be honest, but I don't really know what's been said or what the context is. Um, if, if you're saying to be a patriot, you have to hate others, then I would agree. But I don't, again, loving my country, being a patriot and loving other people, those aren't mutually exclusive things. My political stance has nothing to do with whether or not I can love somebody in my life either, nor does theirs. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I can think of people that, um, Certain decisions have come down from the Supreme Court, and I've been very surprised at where they came out, uh, these people. And I'm like, oh, really? Wow. Okay. Does it make me love them any less? No. Um, I, I I just know, okay, not going into that realm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, it's I think, because I remember last Independence Day, not, not, not the one we just finished celebrating, and... I watched, you know, some of the programming and I felt a, a pride in our country. Like, yeah, this is us. Would I say that that pride has been diminished? I, I don't know. I, I think perhaps. But again, I feel like it's the here's what's so hard to me about it. This is a <clears throat> it's become a political issue. It's become a political agenda, right? So if you stand on this side, then you must be ashamed of our country. If you stand on this side, you must think anybody that doesn't absolutely love it is an idiot. And, and neither one of those extremes are okay or right. That diminishment, I don't know what's real because that's the other another piece of this is how much is just what is being promoted. Um, and I think a lot of the time we get lost in um, polls that have limited legitimacy depending on how they're done and who's doing them, all of those things. The reality is, and, and here's where I land a lot. I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm just saying this is where I land a lot. Um, I have to decide for myself what choices I will make, where I will stand, why I stand there. That also means embracing the consequences that come with those decisions, beliefs, and choices. And I say that ultimately, I would argue fundamentally, that that is what Independence Day is about, that we fought for that kind of freedom, the right to make that choice. You know, and if you look at the history, I mean, that's really what we are celebrating. We're saying, you know what? We are a free country. Now, has our freedom been curtailed to some degree? I would say yes over time. I would say absolutely yes. Has our freedom been curtailed? Yes. But do we still have the right to um, worship our God as we see fit? Yes. 
do we still have the rights that are upheld within our constitution? At a very basic level, yes. I know, and and I, I find myself really saying, you know what? I don't like some of the policies. I don't like the direction our country is going, but I still love our country. And I don't necessarily know that that is a conflict. Well, I think, you know, there's a level of conflict that's inherent to a constitutional government. And, and let me say, I am clearly, <laughs> I am no expert in any, I'm not an expert in politics. Nor am I. Nor am I. Constitution, <laughs> constitutional law. I'm just a girl who loves Jesus and has some opinions. Just want to be really clear about that. But that's part of what we have the freedom to do. And I have, I can't think of any point in even my young adult life where I ever got up and looked at what was going on politically on either end of the spectrum, I went, yeah, they're nailing that. So, you know, what is our expectation level um, to some degree? What, you know, I think it's so funny to me to see how, whether I'm very right or I'm very left, how insulted we are by points of view that disagree or we don't think are exactly as they should be and, and that we're so shocked by that. I mean, <laughs> it's nothing new under the sun. And there's also the aspect, if you really think about it, you're not going to get perfect. I mean, that doesn't come until Christ comes back and sets up his kingdom. Uh, we got these human beings in office and they're kind of flawed, kind of sinful, which means they're going to screw up on, on both sides. We're all Monday morning quarterbacks. You know, we're not in there having to do that either. Um, and I try to hold a healthy respect for that, you know, with a large uh, amount of the politicians that we have. I, you know, I wish we'd do some basic things like term limits. Yes. <laughs> that, Absolutely. I'd be uh, I, I would love I that. Yes. That I, I am concerned. I, I will say that I don't feel like we hold a strong regard for life in a lot of ways in this country. And I think that it's so easy to stand on one issue and say, this is about life. While on the other hand, maybe without even intellectually recognizing it, we are being hypocritical. I think across the board, we ought to stand for life. I think we ought to stand for um, equal opportunity. That's that's right. That's part of what this country is founded on. I think that's been turned into um, equality, meaning equal results. And I think that's junk. Why should I work really hard and maybe you work a quarter of the amount I do and get an equal result? So we've got some, I think, some twisted ideas that are very damaging and destructive. You know, I'm concerned about those kind of core, I guess, values, core ideas and core values. And I think the average American is as well. I really do believe that. I think... um... We have, I, in my mind, and this is just me, um, I think we have three types of people in our country. We've got the people that are kind of in the middle trying to, uh, uh, win their way through this muddy battlefield we call America. <laughs> okay. And then we've got the, the far right, which are, 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 um, uh, um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Like, they're, they're proposed to be, oh, if you're far right, then you're obviously one of those, liber- you know, libertarians and you, you know, you're a Bible clinging 
um, you know, one of those guys, those types. Okay. And then you have the far left who are, well, let's just burn it all down and restructure the whole thing. And, and I mean, and this is how it's seen at the moment. Is it necessarily completely true? No, because I would say I hold some views that lean more center than I do. I would say I lean, I would lean right. Although I also have views that are, um, socially conservative. I, you know, and so you kind of, but, but there's a lot of people in that, in that middle ground where they're going, look, I'm just trying to feed my family. I love my country, but I'm just trying to feed my family. I, I really suspect that's most of the population, but they don't get any airtime. You know, they're not the ones blowing up social media. Um, they're not getting the airtime. But I also think what's, here's what's challenging about that is, um, it's easy to kind of be an ostrich and just bury your head in the sand. I'm just trying to get through a day and take care of my family, which at some level we all are. You know, that's a baseline need for all of us. And this is, it's, it's challenging because you don't want to ignore what's happening. But I don't think, um, you know, burning it down or blowing it up on either end of that continuum or the answer either. Right. And, and, and so you're kind of like, I know when I was a teenager, I didn't quite understand the political side of things. Um, I grew up in, a, I grew up in an arm, you know, I, I grew up as an army brat. And so, you know, my mom served in her time as well. And, you know, uh, mom was on the, the Republican side of the spectrum, you know, but I didn't understand a lot of what was going on. It took me really taking some time and digging in and figuring out what is, what is this abortion thing? What does that mean? Oh, that's what that means. I didn't know that. Wow. You know, and then you have other issues like that and in other conversations like that. And, and yet one of our best friends growing up was a Democratic congresswoman. So I don't know. My mom held her views and I began to form mine, but she also had people that politically she would have disagreed with. And I think that needs to be the point of this Independence Day. It doesn't matter what political side you're on. Let's come together and be thankful for the fact that we can come together. And disagree even. Um, yeah, I have friends and family that are um, very polar opposite um, to a lot of my, um, I wouldn't just say political beliefs, but my uh, foundational moral and political beliefs. And I love them no less for it. I am baffled by their thinking at times. But I also think I'll bet they're baffled by my thinking at times. And I I kind of live in this world and this probably comes back to, you know, I'm pop coach life. It's all relational. It's purpose. It's family relationships. You know, this is more my shtick in life. And I am never willing to go toe to toe with someone over things like that if it's going to destroy the relationship, because without relationship, we have no influence anyway. I don't know if I told you this. Um, I think I mentioned this uh, before we got on, but I, you know, I had, a, I had a, a, a family member who one of the Supreme Court just came down and all of a sudden we're, I'm like, Oh, I didn't know you believe that. Okay. Uh, but I'm like, mm, I'm not going to argue that one. You know, I, because I love the guy, uh, really I do, and I don't, you know, I, 
I can't agree with his stance, but I love him. Not just, we're going to agree to disagree. Yeah, I had a, a rather heated fire pit discussion. It started to get heated, not on my end, um, but a family member. And I think it was over the situation in Israel. It's It's been some months ago. This individual looked at me and said, well, you're wrong. And this is what really happened and blah, 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 blah. And these, you know, and I thought, you know, the truth is we're being so manipulated by our media and, and people's agendas. He doesn't and know for sure any more than I do, per se. So are we going to sit here and blow up our relationship when probably the truth is we're both being manipulated to whatever degree that we're not even aware of? And, you know, and then he finally says, well, I don't want to argue with you. And I said, I just really calmly said, well, that's wonderful. We could just change the subject. So, so I'm always going to go relational, Teresa. So you know that. Yeah. So. Well, and you're right, and you're, and and you're absolutely right. Part of the freedom that that was fought for, that we've been given, that we celebrate on the Fourth of July, is the freedom to love and enjoy people in our lives. So it's not worth blowing up those relationships simply because you've got an opinion in the moment right now. Um, I, I don't, nobody has ever changed my mind. No person, no human has ever changed my mind. I've had some people um, lay out some facts and information, articulate and formulate um, an opinion well that's made me, you know, walk away from the conversation thinking, considering, and and based on that, at some point, maybe I changed my mind about something. But the operative thing there is I did. And I think we, when we get, when we're at crosshairs with one another and we're in fighting, um, whether it's, you know, a, a personal conversation or this bigger political picture, um, I, I think that we lose sight of this is what's beautiful about it. And do we really want to damage our relationships and communities just to power struggle and fight? Or do we want to come together and figure out we have so much more in common than we have that is different? Right. And and, and we're not saying, and, and Sharon, you know, tell me if you agree, we're not saying to abandon your uh, beliefs. We're not saying to compromise your beliefs um, at all. If I'm going to celebrate the 4th of July, here's what I've come to. If I'm going to celebrate the 4th of July, and audaciously, right? And, and have that pride in this country that I have to respect that other people get the whole fundamental thing is you get to have your own beliefs, thoughts and opinions and, and exercise, you know, and worship and as you see fit. And what we don't have the right to do is take rights away from one another and damage and destroy one another. And so I cannot sit and say that you're wrong and I'm right and go to the mattresses, if you will, over it and then turn around and celebrate the 4th of July like I understand it. I, I've got to have some respect for both. And at the end of the day, um, I don't have to give in. So if I'm against abortion and I am. I don't have to go fight with you because right now in your life, You've come to the conclusion that you are for it. I can I can disagree and I can still love you. And if if you cannot disagree and still love me, that's a choice you'll have to make. Right. You know, it's funny. Um, 
let me end with this, and maybe you can kind of, uh, uh, and we'll kind of, we'll kind of, because uh, uh, I think this really shows what we're talking about. When I was in high school, I had a uh, government class, and I remember the teacher well. He was Mr. Cervantes. He was a liberal, and I mean a liberal. Um, in fact, uh, it, uh, me and the teachers aide were pretty much the only conservatives in that classroom. But, and this is what I have to give him props on, he taught me how government works, or how our system of government works. The legislative, the judicial, and the executive branch. He taught me the main differences on it. And then he had me write uh, articles around current events. So that I began to formulate my own opinions as I read through things. He taught me how to think and think critically. Would I say I agreed with him on uh, government policy? No. But I could say I'm very thankful to him for what he did. Right. Well, his job as an educator is to teach you how to think for yourself. And it sounds like he did that. And I applaud that. Everything else is just our personal politics. That's exactly it. That's exactly, you know, and, you know, and so I could honestly say, thank you, Mr. Cervantes. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for what you did. You know, would I say I agree with him? No, but I can honestly say I thank him. And that's, I think, what we really need to come to on this Independence Day. Look, for one day, put aside the fighting, put aside all the crap. Let's celebrate the freedom that we have. And 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 if you're a believer in Christ, you have more freedom than most, you know, because we have the a freedom that no one can take away if we believe in Christ. We've got a freedom that says, you know what? This world ain't our final home. We got somewhere we're going. And even better, he's coming back and he's going to fix up all the stuff that's messed up in the world. We also have the responsibility to the greatest command, which is to love. And so I can hold my love for you, whether we agree or not. This is a much more, you know, fundamental discussion because it's it's not just about this country or politics, right? It's even at the relational level because I think a lot of people think if we disagree, there's something broken in the relationship. And love is not about agreement or disagreement. It's it's an act. It's a choice to act in a loving way to do loving things. It's a verb. It's not a feeling. And that has nothing to do with agreement or disagreement. You know, and I think that's where we need to end on. I think we need to, you know, let, let's, you know, let's show a little love to people. Yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be dealing with trying to figure out the ways and the wherefores and the where what direction is our country going or what direction is this going or that going. We're going to be dealing with that. But for one moment, let's stand shoulder to shoulder and let's be proud that we are Americans for the simple fact that we have the freedom to live in this country. And I would add to that, that if you say you love this country, if you're one of the people that says, I love this country, then you cannot say you love this country and not love your neighbor because that that's the country isn't the dirt you stand on. It's the people standing on the dirt. And so if we love this country, then we're going to love our neighbor. We're going to love each other. We're going to help out. Um, we're going to pitch in, even if it's somebody we just had an argument with three days before and there's a need. We're going to step up to the plate and we're actually going to show that we love this country by loving one another. Amen. Sharon, I think that's a good place to end. 
Um, thank you so much for coming and sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, I, you, sometimes you remember and you cue me and, um, sometimes I forget, but I'm remembering today. So let me get, give them my, my spiel. Um, (laughs) so, uh, thank you for having me again, Teresa. I appreciate it. You guys can find me at popcoach.life is my website on social media. Um, my, I'm mainly on Instagram and Facebook, um, but also Twitter. And um, you'll find me at Pop Coach Life on all of those. So uh, please take a look, have a listen, hit a like, uh, follow me. Uh, take a look at... Uh, you can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts as Pop Coach Life. And uh, on my podcasts, you know, we're tackling... Pop coach is purpose over perfection. Um, that's how we came up with that, that catchy little name. And, you know, the whole goal is how do we pursue our purpose in spite of our imperfections instead of pretending to being perfect? We cannot be perfect people. So let's be flawed. Let's be struggling people together and let's pursue our purpose. So check me out, hit a like button. Um, reach out to me, ask questions, whatever you're interested in. I just enjoy talking with people, sharing information that I think can challenge you and help you. Um, We are all in this together. So thank you for uh, having a listen. And Teresa, thank you for having me on so regularly. I really do appreciate you. You're absolutely welcome. Uh, Thank you so much. And uh, guys, you can find me on, mostly on Twitter, sometimes on Facebook, but mostly on Twitter and uh, on Truth Social. That's kind of where I usually uh, hang out, do my thing. So if you want to reach out to me on those platforms, please feel free to do so. Uh, I am also on um, Facebook, but I don't necessarily uh, post as, there as often. So um, that's it. Um, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, We're going to be back resuming podcasts weekly. Um, I've had a wonderful, yeah, I've had a wonderful um, time of just reflection. And and like I said, I'll be doing an episode probably this coming or, well, you know, this this one's going out. But then probably in the next episode, I'll do I'll I'll share some of the thoughts that I had out of of having that month long hiatus. So uh, thank you so much, you guys. I'm Teresa Blaze. This is the Unresolved Life Podcast. We will speak again next time. You've been listening to the Unresolved Life Podcast. To catch all our past shows, go to unresolved.life. That's unresolved.life.